my walk with the dogs. So normally I have to walk to avoid every dog that, you know, is that we're going to, to meet on the walk because Cricket loses his mind. And like often people have their dogs like in the yard. And so I'll, I know which houses have dogs in the yard and I have to kind of like walk to avoid them so that they don't fight through mm-hmm. the fence. And, like sometimes it's fine, but it's just annoying. Like you're trying to enjoy mm-hmm. your walk. I don't feel like dragging Cricket away. Um, but this morning I didn't notice that there was a, a dog through a fence because it was immediately just best friends with Cricket and Crumb. And it was oh. the instant, like, I've never seen such a fast friendship where I, like, they walked up and I was like, oh, a dog. And then they were all just wagging their tails and sniffing each other's noses. And I was like, who, who is this? And it was this little, like, crumb-sized, like, poodle-y kind of Maltese-looking dog. But it was black and white. And I'm fairly convinced that it just looked to Cricket like a mix of Crumb and the cats. And so he was instantly like, oh, yeah. One of us. One of us. I love this guy. And it was so cute. And so now I'm going to try and walk that way more often and see if they if it's outside more so they can go say hi. Because it's so rare. so cute. Yeah. It's so rare that he likes a dog. And it's always a dog that looks somewhat like Crumb or Cricket. Like it has or around the same size. Like he it's never (laughs) he just he knows what he likes and what he likes is what he knows. That's so cute. Also, like, never has a dog been more devoted to their brother than Cricket to Crumb. <laughs> like, so honestly, like, that is so just, Cricket's just out here, like, anything that resembles my bro, I'm okay with. <laughs> I like because, it. <laughs> yeah, you look like my brother. We're going to be friends. Yeah. It's so sweet. And also, sometimes I can see, like, Crumb will like a dog, but Cricket won't. But he'll kind of be like, oh, it seems like Crumb's okay with him. I guess... Maybe I don't have to attack this guy. If Crumb Crumb says he's cool, maybe I won't attack him. And it's like, thanks, Cricket. That's really nice. That's so cute. (laughs) That's so cute. I know. I want him to have... Because I think Cricket does want more dog friends, and he wants to play, but he just doesn't... He just panics. Mm. He, like... He sees a dog, and it's like, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm so overwhelmed. I should should scream at them. And it's like, no, Mm. why don't you just... Say hi. Like, mm, mm. calm down. No, totally. Oh. I get it, though. It's like the social anxiety. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Especially yeah. that feeling of, like, when you know that you, you're like, I think you could be my friend. How do I tell you without sounding crazy? And then you sound yeah. even crazier. <laughs> well, we should just say to Cricket, what you do is you send them a DM on Instagram. Send them a DM. Say, listen, I think we're going to be friends. <laughs> And then, like a year later, they'll have a podcast. Together. Exactly, <laughs> and it works in cricket. That works every time, every single time, <laughs> cricket. <laughs> but well, um, sometimes the other dog goes. I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> and then they have a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's going on over here. Oh, yeah. I've been getting pictures from my mom and sister who are in New York oh, yeah. of just like all the dog t-shirts they're buying for Simba. They're <gasps> just getting so many <laughs> like I Heart New York t-shirts, yes. um, like big apple sweaters, like all of it. They're just like, it's, it's really cute. That's so funny. I'll, I will post a photo. They're, they're home tomorrow. So um, 
when when I get a picture of Simba in his little I Heart New York T-shirt, yes, dog fashion so, show, I love it. It's oh. so I I am so on board with dogs and clothes as long as the dog is fine. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, I just love it so much. It's like, so cute. It's so. Cute. It's also so hard to like resist in the store. Like, yeah, I bet because. Also, the prices of it are. I I will not spend like, if I'm going to spend twenty dollars on a shirt, like I have to really like the shirt. Like, mm. that's you know, it's like that that kind of cusp edge where you're like, oh okay, how, am I gonna like? Do I like it that much? Mm-mm-mm. Twenty dollars on a dog sweater, no um, problem. I don't even think about it. Yeah, hundred percent with you. I so get that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Just because it's a dog sweater. It is cute, and he's gonna look so good in it. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really excited. I really want, um, because every year my mum does, she makes us take like the, the family Christmas pajama photo. Yeah. And then obviously since having Simba, Simba's had his own matching one. So yes. I'm kind of, a, she does the same for this and she gets all of us I heart New York t-shirts and Simba one as well. And then we all have the same one. We can take a picture of that. Yes. That makes me so happy. I love that. It's also the perfect, I think like, for touristy shirts, often you want to buy them, but then you're like, am I actually going to wear, like, how many New York shirts am I going to wear? But, like, getting it for your dog is smart. So, so good. Yeah. So, so good. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's that's going to be real cute. Um, And then otherwise, uh, Percy's fine. She's just, she's just chilling out. I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, funny she's done lately. I mean, Michael is also in New York, and I have, like, just really aggressive FOMO. Yeah. Everyone is in New York without me because I have a stupid deadline. <laughs> um, but um, Percy has just been like my little best mate the last few days. Yeah. And you really, like it just being me and her makes me just like really appreciate having a cat because there are times where she's being a little asshole and I look at her and I'm like, you are just money and stress. Yeah. That is all you are is money and stress. Absolutely. But when it's just me and her and she'll like come over and she'll just like lick my knee and then curl up next to me. And I'm like, oh, I would lay down my life. For you. <laughs> like, wow. The love I feel for you is overwhelming. It's, yeah. <laughs> so um, we've just been really enjoying each other's company. I love it's that. It's been nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it would it makes the, the the FOMO at least somewhat more manageable. You're like, well, at least I it have does. someone here. Honest, I honestly like, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I've never really lived I was just thinking I've actually never really lived alone like not like not that I'm living alone now but you know I I lived at home and then I went to university Mm -hmm. and I was back at home and then I was living with Michael and a flatmate Mm -hmm. so when Michael was if if Michael was away the flatmate would be here and if the flatmate was away Mm -hmm. Michael would be here so and now I have a cat so I've never actually (laughs) had to be by myself yeah at all same even Uh, when I did live alone I lived alone for like a little bit I I lived in like the guest house of a friend's, so they were kind of there, but I was by myself. I had my own little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, but still then I had the cats. Like, yeah. I've never. And it doesn't, I genuinely like don't feel that alone when Mm -mm. I have pee. Like, I really don't. No, you have someone to talk to. (laughs) I have someone to talk to. And also, she's so kind of like, she's a, she's such a spicy little thing. Yeah. Because sometimes I get nervous. I live on the ground floor and stuff. And I'm like, oh, if something happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if something happened, Percy would take them oh, out. Yeah. 
she would be like clawing up in their face so quickly. Like I, I have absolutely no, I'm like, it's so funny that people, you know, think you need like some Doberman. You don't you need a Bengal. No. Like, they have, they have your back. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And slightly yeah. easier to take care of. Slightly. Yeah, for sure. She's like, it's like a small Rottweiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sometimes people refer to horses as big dogs. And today our guest <laughs> is a horse girl. But lowercase, we've decided. Yeah, lowercase horse girl. These segues are getting top, top tier. Thank you. Like, Thank you. Really that just... one felt really good. Um, 10 out of 10. So <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah, folks, I didn't write that before this. I just came up with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Tess James Mackey joins us today. Yeah. And uh, she has a, an equestrian. She went to Equine College. Equine College. And then did equine studies at university, which is so cool. Yeah. She's also a excellent young adult fiction author. She writes books that are menacing and stabby, if that's yeah. your kind of thing. Yeah. Would recommend. Um, I say would recommend. She's an excellent writer. Advice, caution, because like after reading her stuff, like, I can't, like, go to the bathroom by myself at night. You know right, I mean? right, right. Like that. Like that. But, yes. great. That's, vibe. Yeah. And I will say, uh, we do talk briefly about, like, horse organs in this. So, if you are squeamish oh, yeah, about uh, body parts, maybe just skip skip 30 seconds when you, you hear that part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when she starts talking about labs, yes. skip. Skip. <laughs> yeah. But if you, labs is in science labs, not labs is in Labrador. Yes. Just we need to clarify that on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> but if you like learning about horse organs, uh, get ready because it's pretty interesting. So. so today we are joined very excitingly by Tess James Mackey, uh, author extraordinaire, uh, fan of a stabby novel and fellow horse girl. Um, <laughs> Yes, just how stabby are your novels? Ooh. <laughs> pretty stabby. They are quite stabby. No, they are yeah, quite stabby. Yeah. And, but also like stabby in a like stabby and also ha ha, you're not going to sleep for a week now way. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think that that's the aim. Um, yeah, yeah. I definitely had some feedback that it was kind of a surprise. Stabbiness. <laughs> it is. A, it is surprisingly. <laughs> but just men, men, menacing is the word. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, like a lot, a book full of menace ending with a stabbiness. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I read, um, is it Someone Is Watching You? Is that yeah, cool? yeah, yeah. So already the title is like, yeah, slightly ominous. Yeah. Enjoy <laughs> looking over your shoulder the whole time you're reading yeah, yeah. this book. Which was a joke title I put forward um, because I was, yeah, they were saying we need something that says what it is on the tin. Um, and I had that as like a placeholder for a future book, like a work in progress. And I'd kind of shared it with them like, as a joke placeholder. And they were like, can we use that title from your work in progress and have it for the book? I was like, really? Wow. I know, it's, it's grown on me. Yeah, it works. It works so well. Um, but when you're not busy plotting gruesome fictional murders, um, you... Spend a lot of time around horses. I do. So can you please tell us about your journey into horsing, <laughs> where you are right now with horsing, <laughs> and the general horsing around of your life? 
Oh God, I feel like no one ever wants to talk to me about horses. We do. We really, really do. Um, Yeah, so I I lived out in the sticks when I was younger and moved from inner city city Birmingham out into like the wilderness of Shropshire, kind of nowhere near anything. Um, And there were a couple of very posh girls down the road. And I used to just go down to their house every day and they had ponies. And I was like, nice. Um, And started going along to their little local riding school and doing Saturday. They called it Pony Club, but it was just Child Labour Club. Um, (laughs) Oh my God, Pony Club is absolutely Child Labour Club. Let's extort these children for manual work and tell them it's experience. Yeah, and I didn't realise that the Pony Club is a very different thing to Pony Club that I went Mm. to. And the Pony Club is, you know, where kids actually go to do horse sports and become top riders and stuff. And what I was doing was just mucking out for free. Um, (laughs) But I did get like a half hour lesson out of it every time. Um, And yeah, my my mum used to make me take off all my clothes before I was allowed in the house when I got back from the yard. (laughs) She was like, you smell horrendous. (laughs) And I carried on doing that until I was like a teenager and I had quite a few friends who would do it for a little bit and then get sick of it and I was like no every Sunday that's what I'm doing and I just kind of kept at it and I don't think I really got better at riding particularly but it was just that <laughs> bug you know just something about the smell I guess <laughs> <Maybe keep going. laughs> uh, and then when it was <laughs> you know you have your careers manager kind of person come into school um, and you sit in a weird little cupboard with them and they ask you some questions and tell you what you should be. Um, well, my, my little questionnaire came out as either author, which he immediately said, like, oh, that's not a career. You can't just be an author. <laughs> <laughs> Good job I listened to, actually. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that came out was jockey. <laughs> and I'm, I'm five foot ten. <laughs> I'm not like a tiny build. <laughs> Are we sure about this? Um, well that's all I've got to go on Um, and I hated school even though I was quite good at it I hated it I didn't want to go to sixth form um, with all the same people who I didn't really get on with and do the same thing all over again so I went to Equine College and had a great two years there really yeah it was really good please explain what Equine College is so it's a BTEC that I did um, in, I think it was horse management, they call it something, or equine management. So a BTEC for our American listeners yeah. is, yeah. so when you're between the ages of 16 and 18, most people study for some kind of qualification. You basically either pick an A-level or a BTEC. Mm. Um, a BTEC is uh, a qualification that will actually be useful in the rest of your life. Um, and an A-level is, you know, in things like further maths, which gets you nowhere. Um, yeah, there's like one is more, I don't know, I hate the word. Yeah, I hate that word because it it sounds so dismissive of what is actually yeah. like u- actually useful compared to my, you know, A-level in medieval French history, which... <laughs> has really been made me really employable um so yeah that those are the two differences basically yeah 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 that makes sense <laughs> yeah and um, so yeah I did a couple of years there and I loved it and um, learned loads had some really amazing instructors and yeah the whole college experience was 
pretty fun and um, get to stay overnight um for like a week every month to look after the horses you know like a rotor um, wow. oh so you can imagine 16 year olds in dorms <laughs> and it's like yeah it was chaos and you know just a lot of because you're still at that, that weird cusp of you know playing knock door bunk on the warden's office whilst drinking vodka <laughs> oh my god the best. That kind of, so yeah. fun yeah and because it's an agricultural college it would be, you know the mix of people is just quite entertaining like um we had a there's a guy who got um banned from driving because drinking but he's driving mm-hmm. to the pub and so then he started driving his tractor to the pub instead. <laughs> and it was like going to it and eventually ended up on a quad bike. And I was like, I don't think you have to change vehicles <laughs> as you get banned each time. Um, but yeah, I had great years there. And then after that, um, I didn't realise that I could go to uni. But my tutor was like, no, no, you've got equivalent to A-levels. And mm. um, so you can get into uni. So I did um, equine, three more years of equine studies wow. at Aberystwyth Uni. Incredible. <laughs> and didn't like it as much. Uh, I love the uni experience for the actual horse stuff itself. I think, yeah, the yard I'd been on was, um, I think I'd been quite you know, spoiled for the, the lovely mm. horses and everything. So they were all on loan to the college. They were quite nice horses mm. who would then go back to their owners for the summer holidays and they'd oh, wow. go off and do whatever they did with them. Whereas the uni had to kind of buy its horses and it would be, you know, interesting <laughs> horses that they could get for cheap. What, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, wow. What, is a, what was a day in the life of like being in equine school? Because I don't like, yeah, like you were at yeah. horse uni. Like yeah, I just I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So at uni, we had to do all the chores in the morning duties, whatever you call them. So look after the horses. So um, combined with quite heavy going out, I was also getting up at <laughs> half six every day to yeah. go to the yard before lectures, look after the horses. And I remember thinking, like, I'm paying for this. <laughs> it's like, this is not the same as college which yeah. is free you know you're paying your same as any other tuition fees and quite a lot of labor involved and then you do it in the afternoon as well and um, and then some evenings wow. too and wow. um, so yeah it took a oh, there's a lot of you know throwing up in wheelbarrows in the morning and <laughs> I got glandular fever pretty badly and oh. ended up the heart condition <laughs> burning the candle at both ends yeah and there's a lot yeah a lot of getting in and being like well there's no point going to bed and yeah. you know going to the yard at 4am and just kind of chilling in a stable to try until six to oh my god rest. So yeah it wasn't very sustainable what were the um, classes like yeah so we had a mixture of practical stuff and um, so we were riding and doing horse husbandry stuff but mm. a lot of lectures as well and um, we did like, anatomy where we you know every right. week it'd be a different body part and we had the most memorable ones the um intestine like tract oh. and we had it spread out over the entire lab <gasps> and everyone's had like there's a photo of us all in our yard clothes still with um tissue up our noses that's got Vicks on it because the smell but I imagine and, uh, it's huge like yeah yeah it's like because you spread it out it's the length of a football field wow wait what sorry yeah. what <laughs> they are yeah gutty gutty animals oh my god no wonder they never stop eating yeah <laughs> and they wonder so much can go wrong in there you know the yeah. thing and like Tommy got died but yeah, that was really amazing. Like, I kind of wish I could do that again now mm-hmm. that I'm not such a 
cringy 18 year old who's veggie <laughs> at the time as well yes <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah but it was yeah really interesting um and then we did um accounting and stuff so yeah I've got three years of advanced accounts under my belt whoa now but how how did that how did that happen what like you were <laughs> What was the link there between those? The idea of being able to like run a business, like a rural business. And mm. we did a case study where we went out to a farm and figured out if there would, you could diversify and um, bring horses into it to make it a viable business. And then every single one of our business plans failed because horses eat money. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we were like, we're just going to grow potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Or glamping, you know, that did well. Yeah. Um, and then um, breeding, that was like a very heavily science-based one. Uh, nutrition, that was a lot of time in the lab with, um, you know, mixing various chemicals with stuff that you'd find in the hind gut to see what would happen and Whoa. stuff. And that Whoa. Was cool. Uh, sports science, um, mm. really heavy on the science, that one as well. I was thinking it would just be like, oh, you know, how big can that horse jump it was very much <laughs> yeah. the, the science behind it and all the, the chemical reactions etc and um, yeah so it's quite a surprising amount of stuff you can actually do you know, grassland management and stuff like that wow what a what a treat to like I mean it sounds so difficult on the science side definitely would have yeah. thrown me through a loop but to get that level of depth like yeah. is is really cool mm-hmm. yeah on a, on a yeah. subject was there um, a like a particular horse early on that like solidified your your horsing love um I don't know if there was actually not not when I was really young and mm-hmm. um, you know I've got a few photos of that my poor parents who aren't remotely horsey at all you know they have to come and watch me and they're like we don't understand what's happening you're just going around in circles <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah lots of pictures of me on you know some little riding school horse it looks like it might be unconscious just kind of me like beaming oh at the God. camera <laughs> there's quite a few of those um and then I remember yeah my first like proper horse love was a um old thoroughbred called Toby um, oh. when I was a preteen and then oh. um, I remember he, he was used for the riding school but then was for sale um five grand and <laughs> um, yeah the warning bell shouldn't be and me and my friend put together this like business proposal to our parents to be like so cheap you know we could we'd look after him and all this and and I remember when my parents realized how cheap he was they're like maybe it's actually an option here and until we realized he had like quite a significant heart and all the stuff that went with it and all that yeah yeah now but I've never owned a horse because of all that yeah um you know all the just the time and they the money eat money and all yeah. <laughs> yeah and I'm probably in a position where I could get one now but I don't I don't ever want it to become like something that feels like a financial burden mm. or a daily chore where you're just like oh I've got to go to do the horses yeah. and I don't want to yeah mm. we, we always say like our dream scenario is like I live in a big house full of animals that I don't have to take care of like, yeah, that's, that is the, the 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 magic castle that we buy yeah. looks after the animals for yeah. us yeah. somehow. Yes, and we yeah, just get to enjoy their company. <laughs> that's what we want. So, what did you after you graduated? Like, what did you do with this insane amount of 
horse yeah. knowledge. <laughs> well, I went went traveling, did a gap year. Um, Standard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then came back. I was like, Christ, what now? Um, <laughs> sold perfume for a while. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, yeah. You, you went of... from like one set of strong smells yeah. to another. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, really I a just... theme in my career. <laughs> That smell. <laughs> um, but no, I never, I was never like, I, I still, I'm reluctant to call myself a horse girl because when you compare yourself to the horse girls, yeah, who were like, they really is, you know, it is everything, yeah, um, and, and they're, they're fearless, they are, and they do tend to be like a type of person, yeah, as well, sometimes, yeah. particularly it, in England, yeah. <laughs> like you're, you a, you're a horse girl, but you're not a horse girl. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm like lowercase H and G, yeah. not uppercase yeah. H and G. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't get horse girls on these courses really. And no. um, they would just have no need to because you know, they why would they need to study for something they've probably already got? Yeah, because they're so you so you're the you're the person that the horse girl's hiring like the yeah. person with your qualifications yeah. is being hired by the horse girl yeah who yeah. um who's who's stabling her horses at like well I don't know was a fancy place to stable your horses Wimbledon <laughs> or something or yeah where do the royals stable their horses Sandringham Sandhurst yeah one of those okay. you know odd. um I was gonna ask how, like you've you've been you've been bucked off I guess yeah yeah um how how many how many times do you have a, do you have a number um I'm quite a scared rider I don't like falling off at all yeah. I will do anything I can to avoid it which includes you know getting on a horse and setting like this one feels spicy I'm just gonna not move <laughs> <laughs> and, you know in a, in a lesson where I've got an instructor screaming at me like why are you just standing in the corner I don't want to fall off and I've had an instructor yeah really scream at me be like what is your problem with falling off it's like it hurts and it's scary like and also like can be really dangerous like horses horses are actually quite large yeah (laughs) yeah and I really realized like that was the moment where I was like this isn't I'm not cut out for this I don't Mm. have that little I can't turn the fear off because I think all riders have a fear you know you even watch events and they're like yeah that was a scary one but Mm -hmm. they can disassociate from it whereas I can't I get obsessive about it and so yeah it was when I was working in this yard I was like I don't I don't have it in me to you know I don't want it enough to push through the fear yeah and and realize I'm quite happy keeping it as a hobby (laughs) and to kind of quit the you know practical side and and start working horse insurance and as an equine underwriter and um, oh. which I actually really, well I started in the call center first for pet plan and what, what does that entail there's so many horse jobs yeah. that I'm learning about right now yeah, <laughs> yeah right and <laughs> um, so in the call center it would just be you know it's a minimum wage thing people calling up and saying um either I need to get insurance for my horse mm-hmm. or uh, I've got a claim just any kind of issues with right. horse insurance and um, and but it was on this yeah it was minimum wage but you could make commission but you also have to have an equine degree wow or enough years experience to be able to work there that's wild for a minimum wage job (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and then after that I was an equine underwriter which I really loved actually um and it's where so when you get a quote through you'll get a veterinary record for this horse 
and it, if it says things like oh it's um broken its leg mm-hmm. then you say we're not going to cover that leg again because it's had an injury and um, you know much higher likelihood of it having another injury mm-hmm. um but you kind of get to analyze a lot of veterinary records and for claims as well so if it comes through saying oh it's um you know it's colicked and then you realize oh eight months ago it had uh, a tummy ache like well that's colic <laughs> so it's the same thing so yeah you can't you know you get to unpick all these so it was really interesting and um, wow. but just no progression or yeah money yeah. in it <laughs> so yeah and I'm, what I do now is I'm a risk consultant for a general insurance company which has nothing to do with horses it's the same company mm. but just for yeah general insurance wow. um, yeah very dry but very steady and pays the bills yeah which is all we want as writers <laughs> I know is yeah. steady money yeah, yeah exactly. all we want <laughs> okay we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with more from Tess if you need a laugh and you're on the go try s-t-o-p-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-i Hmm. Are you trying to put the name of the podcast there? Yeah, I'm trying to spell it, but it's tricky. Let me give it a try. Okay. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, call S-T-O-P-P-P-A-D. Ah, it'll never fit. No, it will. Let me try. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S-T-O-P-P-P-D-C-O-O. Oh, we are so close. Stop podcasting yourself. A podcast from MaximumFun.org. If you need a laugh. And you're on the go. I'm Ify Wadiway, the host of Maximum Film. I'm Alonzo Duralde, also the host of Maximum Film. And I'm Drea Clark, yet another host of Maximum Film. Every week, we hosts huddle up. Usually with an illustrious guest. And we talk about films. We have film news. We have film quizzes. We answer your film questions. It's like the maximum amount of film talk. That's why we call it Maximum Maximum Film. Film! Maximum Film, the movie podcast that's not just a bunch of straight white guys. New episodes weekly on MaximumFun.org. And so what about your horse life now? Where are you at? And so I was really lucky that my old college riding instructor um, lives locally and keeps her horse like 15 minute drive from me. And... And so he's my chair horse. So I say I pay a certain amount a month and to get to pretend he's mine. Oh. Um, and she's super chill. She's like, you can come down as much as you want. Um, so I tend to go down like three, two, three times a week. Um, oh. but That's be happy. literally perfect. Yeah. That is literally, because yeah. as you were saying, like, would love the idea of having a horse, but having to get up every single day to muck them out and like that's mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah, two three times a week is mm-hmm. exactly what you dream. want. Yeah, absolute dream. Yeah, and he's absolutely perfect. He's a seventeen-year-old Irish thoroughbred who she competed to a fairly high-level dressage, and then he pulled in lame last year, so she retired him. Mm-hmm. And and I was going down to the yard and um, to kind of do stuff with some of the other horses around um, anyway. Um, and then she was like, do you, do you want to bring him in from the field and just see if you like him? Because I don't think he's lame because he keeps jumping out of the field. <laughs> um, so something's telling me he's feeling all right uh, and might like a bit of attention. Um, 
and he's yeah he's absolutely adorable. he's called jerry jerry um, thing yeah and he's got cushings so he looks like a little like you usually see it in tiny ponies um but he's this absolute beast of an animal with really long curly hair oh it's like a perm yeah. it's so cute wow oh you gotta so send us pictures silly. that's so cool yeah i have to see if i can find one because we keep them completely clipped now right um, right because yeah, the second you imagine the sweat yeah, yeah, working, um, but yeah, I just got to know, and it was really nice because he was unfit and you know I couldn't just jump on him. I got to spend like two months just like brushing, like <laughs> the kid again. It's really nice, and just like and talking to him yeah, and stuff. Exactly. So it's perfect because it kind of you know years and years of putting pressure on myself to be like you know I need to achieve. Uh, this and this in the horse industry even though I mm-hmm. didn't really enjoy it didn't really have that competitive edge to just going back to like oh, I can brush a horse and I can be happy yeah. and enjoy it and not embarrassed that I'm not where I could be you know it's just just yeah. enjoying it instead of it's all that pressure's off now and yeah some totally. days I get on and I literally walk up the lane <laughs> and yeah. back and that's it oh, it's nice yeah. it's funny isn't it I feel like suddenly when you become an adult you're not allowed to have hobbies anymore. Like yeah. everything has to be a hustle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're trying to, yeah, capitalize yeah. on every single thing that we're good at or passionate about. Yeah. And like, l- like horses, I mean, they're this for me as well, but it's like, I would never ever want to be a professional horse, anything. But I just love them. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just that love. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Is, and it's yeah. so nice that I feel like allowed myself to go back to that. Totally. And, yeah, completely discover, rediscovered that love for it. Um, yeah. And it's kind of away from the industry and the, you know, the the pressures and everything. It's just just chilling with a nice ginger horse. Yeah. Does Jerry like what's what's Jerry like? Does he have a strong personality? Yeah, he's an absolute <laughs> sweetheart. Yeah. He's a real. He is a character. He's been to a lot of homes before he ended up with my old riding instructor, who's mm. his current owner. Um, but none, neither of us can really figure out why, because I think he's the sweetest, like steadiest, um, yeah, just biggest heart horse. Yeah. You know, you can really tell he's an absolute sweetheart. But apparently, he just went from home to home, ditching them, and they'd bring him back. I'd be like he's dangerous and stuff. Oh, and yeah I don't you just didn't I, like them yeah yeah that's, that's the only thing I can think of is that people assume he's this big solid um unflappable horse and they can just do whatever on him whereas I think he's more sensitive yeah. than they might give him credit for and um, and he does he can hot up so he hunted as a youngster and wow. um, so if he hacks out in a group he will go on his tiptoes and run sideways down the road um but if you just don't touch his reins just sit there like a sack of potatoes and tell him you know we're not going to jump the hedge <laughs> you, you just need to walk then he's absolutely fine after five why minutes. does he do that just because he's he... excited mm, um, really yeah very wow. excited. He, like he's already you know, that's really hands, cute. He just kind of grow, and especially as a bit of an old man now, he suddenly turns into this little youngster and gets very excited. It's very cute. But I could see how that would make people worried. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. um, you know, if they got tight with him and were trying to hold him back, even though he's not actually going to go anywhere, then he might get upset and chuck him off. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. It. Normally, he's very sweet and sensible and a bit. Like he walks into the stable door every time I bring him in from the field, unless you like carefully guide him through it. He's just 
<laughs> he's a bit kind of like a dog on a rope sort of thing and, like trips over and, and then <laughs> and he lived with cows for quite a long time so he's got some kind of he looks a bit like highland cow as well <sighs> and then he lived out with the foals and the young stock um to kind of babysit then so he does he clacks like foals do you know and they do that thing where they kind of that gummy opening and shutting oh, with, with their, their mouth. mouth yeah yeah I didn't so know he that does that. It's like a fully grown old one. <laughs> I love the idea that he was like the nanny for a while, yeah. just like watching all the kids, keeping them in line. Yeah, <laughs> definitely nanny. Good, good sort. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is, he sounds so sweet. I have this dream um, that I'm just going to like slowly collect horse girl writers. And then yeah. one day we'll do like a horsey writing retreat. Because that's Ooh. all I want is horses and books. Like yeah. horses, books and wine. And that's my personality. Yeah. So I just. I like all... these things. Yeah. So I'm just, I, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to collect us tests and then one day yeah. we'll do it. So that'll be the best. Them. Yeah. It would be the best win. We'll get yeah. Jackie Rose as well. Oh, yeah. Um, she's no, great. It would be so good. Yeah. I have actually drafted a, a horsey horror thriller type Ooh, thing. Um, wow. Oh my God, really? What, like set in like a yard? Yeah, <gasps> that's where I used to work. Um, yeah, used to work in, not for long, um, for obvious reasons. Um, and that there were, I think, 16 girls in a farmhouse. And some of the rooms were like six to a room, you oh know, just God. bunks on top of each other, um, looking after the horses while we were working pupils and they called us um again free <laughs> free labor yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were all ages 16 to i think i was the oldest at 21 i was um oh, and it was chaos oh, yeah. yeah that's that feels like a reality show <laughs> yeah it does doesn't it <laughs> that really does yeah but the perfect setting for a thriller yeah <laughs> absolutely a thriller with horses <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been my. I mean, I will obviously just like read it anyway because that's all I do anyway now. But as a teenager, like a horsey thriller, yeah. And you think the situations on yards, like night yards, especially. Um, you know, you're out there usually with one other person who's on the other side of the yard doing all the waters and haze. It's pitch black. You've got foxes screaming, sounding like they're being murdered <laughs> in the distance. And yeah. yeah, you don't even get given a torch. You know, you kind of. And this was before we had all that phone torches and mm-hmm. um, and just at the time you're kind of accepting it and it's absolutely terrifying and now it's like we were completely alone out there you know but sometimes it'll be two 16 year old girls running a whole a yard of 50 horses and you know, like one time we were broken into and um, by people looking for scrap metal and there's no one yeah no one within half an hour to come and other than us. the two 16 year old girls yeah that's no terrifying. Signal, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Just it made me really think those situations that people who work with. I don't. I don't want to say horsey girls because it's not the horsey girls, but people who work <laughs> the with industry. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's we always say, such a good setting for a thriller as well. Yeah. The lack of signal, just yeah. like every yard. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Also, I'm learning in fun UK US difference. I didn't know is that you call flashlights torches. Yeah. Oh, did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. 
What would a torch be too? Like a burning stick? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like you're in a cave <laughs> old, with old an old torch. torch. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot. We just haven't moved on from the old <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that they didn't even give us a torch. And it's like, yeah. why would they? You're children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Set the hay on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually think that's a better... Flashlight is quite the mouthful. So torch, yeah. torch is really cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a, we had another one recently... That I liked is that I didn't know that you used diary, just like basically <laughs> the way we use schedule. And we were talking yeah. to someone to be on the show. And I was like, they kept saying like, okay, we'll put that in her diary. And for me, a diary is only like a, like a little girl's journal with a lock, basically. Uh-huh. And so like to, to, kitten, kitten to, stickers on yes, the front. You're going to go in and like write that on her diary. That's a very weird thing to do. It's her personal diary. Imagine, like, a professional dear diary. <laughs> exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah. I had a conference today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my favorite. Tess, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the language differences. Yeah, yeah we it. keep it's because we keep discovering them as well. Like you'd think yeah. a year into doing this, we wouldn't. But there's just so many. There's so many. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I is your daughter into horses at all? Or is Ooh. it? No. Not at all. Oh my god, she's just like rebelling against oh, all the stuff that I you were know. into. It's such but a then shame. <laughs> I went in for parents evening last year and there's a picture of it. They have like they stick out pictures and put them in their individual books. Um, and it's what I want to be when I'm older. And she's holding up a little sign, grinning, saying, A horse riding author. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me take you to the yard. So, did you say a horse riding author? Yeah. Like like you. That's yeah. so cute. But she won't won't look at a book, won't touch a horse. Whoa. She's quite, and um, she laughs at it now. I don't know if she will when she's older, but I call her a little townie because she's so <laughs> like, she doesn't like getting dirty. She like, when I say to her, what's your favourite thing in the world? She's like, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting all this from? <laughs> I just, me. I really think that you slightly rebel against your, your parents yeah. because my my mum is still a big townie and I yeah. am as well but like I have that side where I love like brisk walks and horses and she's always yeah. like I don't know how this happened <laughs> so I think you just you sometimes want to like fuck fuck the trend a little bit yeah that's so funny that she said that at school <laughs> yeah it leaves me feeling very confused yeah. <laughs> Who are you? (laughs) But I took her to meet Jerry once and he licked her arm. Like very nice, you know, just a little taste. And um, and she cried hysterically. (laughs) (laughs) Now her arm is yucky forever. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. That is so cute. I love it. So I, can't, I was hoping because I knew I didn't have it in me to be you know, achieve my horsey dreams. I was kind of hoping to live through her and then, mm. um, you know, be a pony club man. Um, <laughs> but no, you can't get yeah. near one. <laughs> Listen, not, not yet. It, I yeah. feel like it might be a, it could wave the other way at some point. Yeah. Like as a kid, I yeah. went through all sorts of like, I only wear dresses and I am clean. And then also yeah. was like, then the next day I was in a tree. So yeah. And also like is horse riding is it I, I is it one of those sports that you have to have started when you're quite young or can you get into it a bit later and be okay? I mean you can I guess you can get into anything, can't you? But mm. it's um I think it's definitely one of those kind of maybe like ballet. 
because I don't know anything about ballet. So <laughs> Neither like do we. We never know. <laughs> but we okay. nodded like we did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah did. like we, ballet. You were like, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. Like because <laughs> yeah, I feel like it uses such different muscles to so many other sports. That's it, true. I don't know if you really, conf- it would be harder mm-hmm. to find them as an adult and find that center of balance. Yeah. yeah. I think um, gymnastics is like that very much. Yeah. yeah. I do wonder, like, because I used to ride, I rode, I started riding when I was four or five and mm. then stopped at like 16 and then haven't ridden since, like haven't been on a horse since. And I'm yeah. just like, I wonder if I can still do it. Yeah. Like, is it like riding a bike or? Yeah, I think. I don't it, know. I, I think the memory of, you know, where, Everything yeah, that centre of balance thing mm-hmm. is that you'd definitely be kind of rusty and take a while to get super back. Yeah. yeah. And oh, the I riding would... fitness is something else yeah. as well. I always forget about like the 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 quad pain afterwards we're like oh yeah you know riding for half an hour (laughs) and then I haven't had that for like a year because I've been riding consistently so I've kind of (laughs) forgotten how bad it is but yeah you you know the John Wayne walk is is not (laughs) (laughs) and yeah just even the cardio element I always thought I'm fairly fit you know I walk everywhere I'm generally quite active but um yeah, riding. You know, I'll trot like once around the arena, and I've got to have a little break. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah I watch my instructor ride. She keeps going nonstop for half an hour, and they're both dripping. You know, horse and her absolutely yeah. dripping in sweat. And I'm just like, aren't, aren't you tired? And she's like, yes, but we're exercising. You're supposed mm. to be tired. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it's a funny one, actually. I think people underestimate, like, because obviously there's this maybe this misconception that when you're on a horse you're just sitting there yeah and it's like no 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 <laughs> you will feel it yeah. the next day yeah and yeah especially with Jerry you know he's the kind of horse if, if you do just sit there he'll happily just have a little nap um, <laughs> and it's you know it's quite he's quite it takes quite a lot to get going but once he is going he's very forward and feels like a big energetic horse mm. but um yeah, he's a good example of if you put someone on, on him and told them to just sit there, they'd see how little happens. Yeah. <laughs> Some activity is required. Yeah. I guess, like, are there any, like, um, like, general misunderstandings about horses or, like, things about them that you wish people knew? Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I get a lot of, the horse girl thing mm-hmm. which I think we've already touched on in that you know the stereotype is there and it's accurate but for quite a small percentage of people who are into horses and um, and that it's probably you know, similar to writing I think there's huge disparities between you know the gap it's either people who have horses because they're obsessed with them and mm-hmm. spend uh, every last penny on them um, and you know well, no they'll never go on a holiday or never be able to afford to have a meal out even because yeah. they have a horse and then there's the people who you know, have horses that they can afford to have other people look after them and and that seems to be it's one or the other sort of mm, thing yeah but yeah that kind of top elite horse people are the ones that people are aware of and um, so yeah the whole thing of like oh horses is a bit, <laughs> you know it's it's frustrating because it there's so many different parts of the horse world um yeah but yeah that stereotype is kind of frustrating and um, and within horses it may be a controversial one I don't know but the thing that always irritates me is the idea that um horses can kind of 
be manipulative and mm. um, in there you know sometimes I've heard people are always just trying to like get one over on you sort of thing he's trying to take the piss out of you and it's mm. like I don't like as much as I think they can be intelligent amazing beings you know they, yeah, they are animals yeah. and the way the things we expect of them and the way we treat them if they don't do what we expect of them like if you did that to another animal you'd probably get done by the RSPCA <laughs> yeah. you know for like smacking them if they're having a bad day and that sort of thing yeah and it's just that yeah that always I so yeah mm. I so agree with that there's this idea mm. that like if a horse is reluctant to do something it's because you're not using like a firm enough hand yeah and it's like maybe they don't want to do it and therefore yeah. they don't we shouldn't make them like yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. unless it's like it's something for their own good like medicine or whatever <laughs> yeah but you know it's like well oh he doesn't want to he doesn't want to jump he's a bad jumper like yeah. you just he just needs a strong hand to get him to do it and it's yeah. like oh he's not a jumper and he just yeah. wants to like he just wants to have a stroll and chill yeah exactly and I'm quite a I'm not a strong hand mm-hmm. I'm the first to admit and that's why I think you know a lot of the reasons I've struggled to get ahead or to not that I ever wanted to be a top rider but you know I knew quite early on that it wasn't the industry for me is because mm-hmm. I'm not that assertive rider and um, you know I'm the person who would sit on a horse that maybe is a bit spicier and they might chill out a bit more because I'm not going to ask them to do a huge amount I just mm. want them to be relaxed sort of thing yeah and um, but yeah that whole thing of you know showing who's boss and all that oh, yeah. I just yeah it doesn't and I get and sometimes you do need it to an extent you know they're herd animals they need to respect you mm-hmm. as the one who's going to protect them if they're worried etc but I just I would prefer to get to that point by coming to an understanding yeah. rather than being like I'm boss listen yeah. to me yeah like yeah. respect not fear right yeah yeah, yeah. it takes more time I think it does patience time, time is time is money <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's and that's the thing with the horse world yeah definitely yeah, yeah. all right <sighs> should we do it should we ask the question let's ask the question I feel like I need to change my answer now. No. I didn't realise how heavily horse-based this chat was going to be. I'm very glad for it. Um, I mean, yeah. are there other animals that we that, that is are worth bringing to the table for you? Mm, that's Can't true. Know. Well, I, I mean, I love cats. I always love cats. I like that kind of relaxed independence of them. Although my cat yowled outside my daughter's room all night last night for no apparent reason. Do you, oh, do you have a cat? We yeah, should be, actually, we absolutely should absolutely talk about that. Yeah, oh. let's talk about your cats. Um, kind of wrap your... it up like cats. <laughs> <laughs> what What are your cats' names? Tell us what your cats. And um, so there's Poppins and Steve. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. And uh, mother and son that we got free for a good home off Gumtree. Um, and yeah, she's only a year older than him and like half Aww. the size of him. And um, so we think she probably had a bit too young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're amazing. They're weird, like proper odd characters. You know, that kind of neurotic way cats often are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very kind of cuddly. But, um, just, yeah, especially the mum. She's just a bit batty. <laughs> and um, absolutely obsessed with my husband. Like everywhere he goes, she'll just be kind of trying to like attach herself to him. And he'll oh. lie down and she'll just like lie on his head. In oh. <laughs> and he's like kind of choking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what kind of cats they are? 
just kind of modern crossbreeds types yeah they're, they're pretty hard as well they we got them from Hounslow so like <laughs> whenever there's fireworks you can hear all these animals around the neighborhoods we don't have fireworks often mm-hmm. sure. um and our cats are just like that's cool <laughs> yeah we're, we're city kids yeah, we understand yeah, get it. <laughs> yeah they're very very cool cats um and I've got a tortoise as well <gasps> he lives in the garden Alfie, even though she's a girl, I think it's quite a unisex name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can't really sex them until they're a certain age. Mm-hmm. So as a fourteen-year-old, I just chose Alfie, and then <gasps> wait, you late. got her at fourteen? I was fourteen. Yeah, she was six <gasps> weeks old. And was like, I oh. love this. <laughs> this, oh, this actually is related to the horse thing because this was after Toby, the thoroughbred. Uh-huh. Who my parents were like, guys, it, it's not happening. You know, it's too much of a commitment. And then I went with a dog and kind of worked my way down until they finally agreed on tortoise. <laughs> 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 sounds low maintenance. Which is, is like a longer commitment though, right? They live to yeah. be so old. I don't think they quite realise how long she'll Because <laughs> they had a, quite a number of years whilst I was off travelling and living yeah. in places that weren't really tortoise friendly. But we've got her back now. And yeah, she just lives free range in our garden, roams around mowing the lawn. Do, do things not try and eat? No. I guess not. Maybe if a fox came in, actually, it might have a go at her. But she, I mean, she burrows away under the, we've got like a few pallets and hedgehog houses um that she'll burrow into at night Aww. so she's pretty pretty sappy actually i think wow. she just kind of comes out when the sun comes out and if the sun doesn't come out she's like i'm not getting up today <laughs> <laughs> relatable yeah, yeah. really relatable <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's pretty cool that is oh. so cool just at all like imagine just like looking at your garden sometimes just seeing a little tortoise just like yeah, plodding about so she's weirdly i because obviously they've got no expression like you can't i i don't know how to read her and i should yeah. probably do some more research on it but if you go into the garden she will make a beeline for you and oh. i can't tell if it's like she's territorial or she's affectionate she's coming to say hi yeah because she'll have her you know she wants well she lets you kind of rub her all over and give her shell scratches and stuff Aww. and then she kind of follows you around but like I said I can't tell if she's chasing me away <laughs> or it's like lovely no that 100% sounds like she's being like hey how you doing what's yeah. going on yeah. we'll go with that rather than she's like, get, up, get off my lawn <laughs> yeah I feel like they're not like predators like they're more likely to hide yeah, yeah so, wouldn't you? yeah yeah with yeah. their shells yeah 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 let's let's a, go with yeah She's, she has disappeared over winter a couple of times um, oh. because she, if she's hibernating before, we've got a chance to get her in the fridge to hibernate properly. Um, and she'd just kind of disappear and then come out six months later from wherever she's been, like covered just in mud. found a little. <laughs> a little yeah, we, we learned there. all about the refrigerator that we did not know about mm-hmm. that. It's yeah. so bizarre. It's, yeah, and she's got a salad drawer specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you go in looking for yeah in my parents house because they've got a bigger fridge and um, so she goes in there and you go in looking for a you know brussels sprouts it's just, <laughs> no, no, that's the that's the tortoise troll yeah. <laughs> i'll leave her alone she's sleeping yeah i can't imagine the joy of like yeah going to look for a sprout and finding yeah. a tortoise instead of being like do you guys know there's a, a tortoise in your fridge <laughs> yeah that's, that's the starter for christmas dinner oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's Alfie. She's just chilling. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> Literally chilling. 
that's incredible. Have you had? Ha, do the cats know the tortoise? Yeah, they're, they're funny with them. They're just not remotely interested in it. Yeah, like the sheep when because I don't think they believe she's a real living thing. Because I, I, which I kind of get, you know, she's she looks like a dinosaur. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and when we first, because she she'll be inside for some of the year before it's too when it's too cold for it to go out. And um, so she'll just mooch around the house with the cats and then um, she just steal their food sometimes. <laughs> and the cats just kind of like back off and let her have it. <laughs> Can she, what does. do tortoises eat? Uh, they're omnivores, so they'll eat right. pretty much anything. anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, we say anything. Yeah. She's incredibly picky. She, you know, we've, we've planted an entire, like our lawn is no longer grass. It's tortoise mix, um, <gasps> which is like chicory, clover, uh, dandelions, all the kind of really leafy green stuff yeah and so she'll just go along like a cow (laughs) (laughs) and but she loves strawberries my absolute favorite and I have to give my husband a heads up when I'm giving her strawberries because she looks like she's been horribly injured (laughs) every time he's like oh god something's had Alfie and it's just tortoise mush (laughs) because yeah they're not very effective eaters they're just kind of constant yeah head dabbing to train. <laughs> like turtles and tortoises eating specifically strawberries is a subsection of youtube that i love i love yeah, watching I mean, them yeah. take little bites of it it's yeah. so cute and just like try and chew with their like gummy old man yeah. faces <laughs> so cute <laughs> like they've taken out their dentures it's yeah. so cute <laughs> oh, i love it instant serotonin oh. boost yeah honestly that's so great two cats a tortoise and then access to a horse what yeah. a dream honestly access to a horse. <laughs> that's like yeah like telling that's what you look back and tell like animal lover child you yeah you know, you, like you could you can look back through like the space-time vortex and be like we're yeah. an author we ride horses that's true and we have pets that's that's it isn't it that's yeah. a dream <laughs> You, do you do this to everyone who comes on the podcast to make them and just feel really good about their lives? <laughs> Anyone who loves animals deserves to feel good about their lives. Yeah. In my, and I do, there's know. something cute about you you uh, being young and being like author and jockey. You're not too far yeah. off. No. Yeah, like national, here we come. <laughs> but yeah. That's true, actually. We can, you can tell the careers person. Yeah, I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> little room cupboard. <laughs> oh, right. Should we ask a question now? Yes. Now that we took that yes. wonderful detour through cats and tortoises. Yes. Um, so, Tess. Philip Pullman style, his dark material vibes. What would your demon be? Well, I've, I've you know, I think... I've, a lot of people have I've done the quiz (laughs) and I always get red panda Um, yeah I absolutely adore they're very very cute and sleepy which is quite accurate to me quite (laughs) chill Um, but I don't know I don't think it's quite because I have got quite a you know neurotic side as well and I was like they never look anxious Mm. like where would (laughs) but although if it's a Mm. demon I suppose it would be your kind of a contrast one that kind of compliments you so maybe it would work but I would like. I don't know why nobody had horses as demons in the um, in the trilogy. I oh, guess yeah. they're too big, maybe. Yeah, it'd be very yeah. useful though. There, but I'd love, yeah, I'd love a horse. That's a really good point, though. It's like it's useful <laughs> when it's useful, but when it's not, you're like, 
I have to go in this building yeah. and you're not going to fit yeah. through the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to live outside. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Oh no! Now, now I'm questioning everything. No, I think, but I do think, like, it sounds like the world just adapts to people's demons because, yeah, like, there's that story in the, in the first book, isn't there, about the guy whose demon settles as a porpoise? Oh yeah, and he just people just yeah. have to visit him at the sea, and that's just yeah. what they do. They're like, oh, he his demons a porpoise. So we're just gonna have yeah. to, you know, what yeah. can you do? <laughs> in a stable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I have to admit, I when I was um, thinking of it. I was thinking of the animal I would be similar to mm. um, and forgetting it was the demon thing. Well, what mm. animal would you be similar to, do you think? Well, I was thinking horse. <laughs> <laughs> but not like, you know, the, you know, when people think about horses, that especially people who aren't really close to horses, they think of them these kind of mystical, um, you know, the flowing manes mm-hmm. and the, you know, these beautiful mystical creatures, whereas people who kind of are close to horses know that they're kind of, glorified livestock that we love Um, but you know they're they're smelly they injure themselves yeah yeah, they're a lot of work um, and they're not these kind of glamorous mystical beings and so I'd be an actual horse that you know spends a lot of time eating relaxing (laughs) occasionally has an energetic moment but most of the time just hanging out and making bad decisions (laughs) I feel like when people yeah when people talk about horse they're they're either referring to in a field munching or like the the Lloyd's advert. I don't know yeah. if you have that in America. The Lloyd's the Lloyd's Bank advert in England is just <laughs> and it's it's been going for like decades now, but it is always some variation of like a herd of very sleek, beautiful black horses yeah. just like cantering through like the highlands or somewhere yeah. in the gorge. That I'm is yeah, you get yeah. are you looking it yeah, up? Do you yeah, see what this, I, so you yes. get it's either or. It's either or. Yeah. It? Yes. And you see it a lot on um like uh, there's someone local to us who does pony parties, which is they literally have a little grey pony uh, you know, white pony and they take it along to anywhere you want to go and you can put glitter on its hooves and you can put like horse friendly spray paint on it and do like you know just little girls just decorate a pony and it's like that's the outrage on the comments and not because I I was trying to think like what what's the issue people have got with this is it like you know the paint might be toxic and stuff but it's no all the comments are how could you do this to such a beautiful creature it look at the mortification in its eyes and I'm like horses don't get mortified like not, they can't be embarrassed they don't do you care. not think do you not I think like it, do you think it depends on the horse like <laughs> this little grey pony is like is fine but people are yeah. all imagining like a black beauty kind yeah. of like like how could you do this to this yeah. dignified creature and it's like and then you know, so if you spend any time with horses that's like they will spend a lot of time just rolling in their own like they, <laughs> yeah. so they look a bit look a bit daft in fact I yeah, think they might fairness. like it they might be like I look yeah. good yeah. I also I that's funny that as well because you know obviously we could have a slightly more nuanced conversation about class but yeah. I would argue glitter and outfits is just dressage like that's just yeah. dressage isn't it <laughs> like a, a dressage pony is a, is a is a pony in a, in a funny hat prancing yeah like, that's a <laughs> That's dressage. So I don't know if there's is is yeah. it that different? It's is like it tacky? It's tacky. <laughs> <laughs> if it's glitter, exactly. 
Like yeah. you stick a you stick a princess on that pony or someone with a yeah. an HRH before their name and suddenly it's an yeah. sport. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. And cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's mental though that that's a thing you can do is like decorate yeah. a pony for your birthday. That is hysterical. <laughs> it's it's also funny that there was like a demand for that in any way. Like I've never yeah. had the crave the urge to decorate a yeah. pony personally, but yeah, I, mean, I guess it's for those kind of you know little girls probably mainly who mm. have that kind of all oh, horses, but there's no access to them. Yeah, yeah. it is. You know, if you're not in it, it's hard to get in it. Yeah, and like I said mm. I got into it because there were two posh kids down the road, and I used to turn <laughs> up at their house uninvited. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, to get into it is it's not just access to a horse, and you're like, sure, I guess yeah. I'll decorate it. I'd rather ride it yeah. personally, but yeah. But riding's one of those funny things, isn't it? That the first, I don't know, probably 20 times you do it, it's not that fun. Yeah. You don't, it's hard, it's uncomfortable. The horse doesn't do a thing you ask it to do. <laughs> and to actually persevere, you know, you've got to have that little tick that mm-hmm. makes you think there's yeah. something in this that I need. Um, but yeah, trying to get my poor husband to ride. I, he's kind of one of those, it was years ago, I kind of taught him to ride. And um he was like naturally athletic and got it quite quickly, but would get very frustrated because he's like, this doesn't make sense. Like, what do you mean put my inside leg on and not my outside leg? How do I squeeze with just one leg and just all that kind of stuff? And just kind of appreciating how much time and patience and learning it takes to actually get to a point where you can go off and jump a course or go yeah. back or whatever it is you'd want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot lot of time and effort to go into it yeah it is for sure yeah yeah I guess maybe, yeah decorate a pony instead guys yeah. <laughs> basically what I do nowadays <laughs> yeah it's true just brush them braid yeah. their hair yeah. <laughs> oh that sounds nice it's a nice Sunday you know what can yeah. decorate a pony yeah. yeah I think it's like if you were the kid that was like really into my little pony yeah. the TV show yeah, you get your own mini unicorn to just yeah <laughs> yeah pimp my ride. But... <laughs> small horse. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Tess, thank you so much for coming on. This yeah. was so much fun. I love this. Um, it's. I mean, I, I we might have to do a another episode because I still like equine college is just so wild to me and i kind of just want to hear about your time there as well so. yeah lots of, stories, lots of equine college stories i bet there are i bet there are um where should people go to find your books oh um i'm trying to think now Gosh, this is, this is good marketing from me no. um yeah so it's on amazon and all kind of indie bookshops waterstones etc um i don't yeah, it wouldn't be available on, in America. I don't think. On Amazon? Yeah. I don't know how it works with Amazon because I haven't yeah. got an American book deal. Right, yeah. Um, I was still able to order Ella's book. You can get it on book. Kindle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can just order yeah. it from England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should know about these things. Shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, it's fine. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I had no idea what to expect, but that was, I will do that again in a heartbeat. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Good. I do really think that a, um, 
a horsey YA thriller is an excellent idea. Yeah. Um, it's... Because, also, like, there's something about, like, like, like a haunted stable. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something I'd, like, as I've seen in movies or whatever, like, you know, the stable doors banging, the yes. ghostly maze of horses past. Yes. Yeah, it's right? like a perfect Spooky. blending of two specific genres that I love the idea of, though. Yeah, 100%. Really good. Such a good idea. I also still, I, I'm ready for more uh, reality shows about horse horse people. Yeah, I'm going to send you a link to the Young Farmers Thank show because it's it's scandalous. Yeah. It's so messy. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm also thinking maybe I should get a tortoise. Maybe you should get a tortoise. Well, okay, here's the thing. I think you need a garden. So that oh, it can that be- is actually what it is. I do need a garden. That's so true. Okay, yeah. when I get a garden, I will yep. get a tortoise. Yes. Because she said her cats were sort of uninterested. Yeah. That would be my main concern is that Percy would, like, try and start on this tortoise, but I guess not. Like, no. I also think it can just retreat into its little shell and be it's, like, oh, It's true. It can. Leave me alone. They're, they're pretty robust. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That's why they've survived as a species for so long. <laughs> yeah. It turns like out, you don't... like, surviving, all you need is just, like, to have armor on at all times. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this tortoise, like, Percy coming up to this tortoise and this tortoise being like, I'm a dinosaur, what are you doing? <laughs> Leave me alone. My... Feel how thick my skin is, also. Like, you can't puncture this. I'm like leather. <laughs> um... Please, if you haven't, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Um, Please do that. It's it's just really nice to, to be validated. I'm not going to lie, guys. Yeah. Like, it's just when people send in their ready pet goes and they say nice things, it oh honestly my makes my my week. So if we were to like happen to log on to Spotify and see, or wherever you get your podcast, yeah. and, and see a nice review, that would also just like, be thrilling yes it also helps other people find the podcast exactly yeah that's it's nice to just you know if you have a friend that you think would like the show send it to them because word of mouth yeah yeah word of mouth is powerful yeah um join us on discord join us on instagram we do technically have a a twitter but i don't look at it anymore because i deleted mine so sorry i don't look at twitter either i find twitter to be a bit of a stressful and scary and upset yeah and it most we switched to x and i went well i'm done so, so. <laughs> so fair. Yeah, I was like the the day the logo switched. I went, oh no. <laughs> I liked when it was a bird. I was gonna say it's not an animal anymore. <laughs> you were like, nope. What is this? I don't want it. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the things. Thank you for yeah, listening. Those are the things. I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Adam McLeod. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.